Are we ready? We're ready. We're ready? This is Table Talk, the bonus episode for Live from the Table, the official podcast of the Comedy Cellar. Uh, and this is Dan Natterman with Periel Ashenbrand, co-host of Table Talk, and Noam Dorman decided to stick around. We just recorded a show with Alan Dershowitz where we talked about Trump. We talked about uh, what's going on in Israel. We will not be talking about those things on the bonus episode, which tends to be more comic-centric, generally speaking. Um, I saw Judy Gold's show, by the way. It was very good. Um, I, uh, I won't talk too much about it because Periel hasn't seen it yet. I'm seeing it on Saturday. Uh, her show, uh, and I, I, I will just say that I kind of disagree and have, I think, expressed <laughs> this sentiment with her, with her basic premise that comedy is now more than ever under the gun and comics now more than ever are being censored. I'm not sure that's true. And that's kind of one of her main themes. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think comics have always had, push, had pushback. I do think social media has intensified that. But... But I enjoyed the show nonetheless. I enjoyed especially her discussion about coming out on stage. I wasn't aware that she didn't come out until quite late in her career. For some reason, I thought she had been out earlier. Um, and um, I enjoyed her, also her um, discussion about how comedians turn tragedy, personal tragedy, without giving too much away. She talks about many of the comedians turning personal tragedy into comedy. And she did mention Keith Robinson, who works here at the Comedy Cellar, who's had a couple of strokes. And I was very moved when, 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 when he was mentioned in the show. That's all I'm going to say about it, if you have any questions. How did you know, did you know he was moved? No, I was moved. Oh, you were moved. I was moved to see Keith Robinson. They put up his, his image on the, on the stage. That's all I'm going to give away. And, and, and she mentioned how he is a stroke survivor. And what she didn't mention, uh, or she didn't get too into it, because she mentioned him alongside a lot of other people that are... There's several comedians that have had terrible illnesses, and she mentioned Gary Goldman's depression and and him. She mentioned some other person who had like a really hard was in some, the hospital. Yeah, yeah something horrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would have the strength to do this. You barely have the strength being I, healthy. You're you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> well, it's um, but Keith Robinson, who I don't know if we've mentioned on on this show, but what he has accomplished since having two strokes being seriously compromised physically and, and vocally and has turned it into really comedy gold. I mean, he talks about his experiences as, uh, uh, you know, as a stroke survivor, and it's great. And he comes here and he does it. And not only does he come here and do the 10 minutes sets, he does an hour. He's like got a whole new hour. I think this is absolutely incredible. Um, and, and, you know, so, so, so I would just say that. I think it's really interesting that you just said that because as we were talking about it, it was Gilbert Gottfried, it was the one year anniversary of his death and our dear friend Dara Gottfried just had a piece published in People magazine that mm. came out today about Gilbert and she said, um, Gilbert used to talk about the comedy and tragedy masks. He'd say, comedy and tragedy are roommates. Wherever tragedy is, comedy is looking over his shoulder and sticking its tongue out at him. Uh, and got him fired. <laughs> 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 so got the Dalai so Lama made, fired, a, No, too. he made a joke about the, the tsunami, right? Is that how he got fired? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Gilbert also was not healthy those last few years, right. but continued to work. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what, like, I, I mean, I know he had myotonic muscular dystrophy, I believe yes. it is. Uh, I don't know 
exactly what his condition was, but he, he wasn't in no, top he, shape. No, he wasn't doing well. Uh, the past couple of years and yeah. still continued to get on stage and do his thing. And, Noam, you're absolutely right. Even under the best circumstances, uh, I, 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 I don't function. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, think you so, so I think you would still do it. I think it's easy to sit here and say that if I was this, if I was that, but I think that when you're in the situation you don't really have that much of a choice. Like, it's one of the things that actually keeps you going. Like, I would imagine that Keith really looks forward to that, even though it's difficult. Mm -hmm. M maybe even more so. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess th th he has, right. I mean, what, what is other choice just to stay at home and, you know, room? Right, that's but the other choice. But his attitude is so great, and, and um, you know, I just... Uh, uh, very much in admiration of that. Uh, I wanted to discuss a joke that I, a new joke of mine that is to do with, uh, Perel recommended I download, he download Headspace, which is a meditation app to uh, get uh, anxiety and some depression that I'm currently grappling with uh, at under control. Um, and uh, I, I got a joke out of it. And the joke, so the joke is, and, and the joke worked like a charm. The audience laughed heartily. But I'm not proud of the joke, and um, I, I just want to hear what you all think. Uh, whether this is hacky, quote-unquote. Um, the joke is, I've talked about how there's four different meditation guides. There's an Australian guy, there's an English woman, and there's a couple of Americans with a very neutral transatlantic trans yeah. or mid-Atlantic accent. I said, which is, those are the accents appropriate for meditation. You wouldn't want a guy from the Bronx going, okay, here's what he's going to do. He's going <laughs> to breathe. So anyway, that's the joke. And I can and I can extend it as much as I want. You know, yeah, so you're freaking breathing. You know, whatever I want to do with it, I can go in whatever direction. Now, and it gets last. It got last here. It got last in the audience. But it is, it is, <laughs> it's really it funny. seems too easy. And it's part, it, and it's part of a long uh, line. Don't worry about it, Dan. You're, you're the, the ones that didn't come easy are not working for you. So okay, no. okay. Anyway, <laughs> but, but there is a long line. There is a, there is a long kind of tradition of jokes about accents and how they're perceived. A lot of people have jokes about how English people sound classy, whatever they say, and that that's a whole genre. Then there you have Brian McFadden who does a joke about you don't want to get on a plane and your pilot is like, hey, I used to, you know, it's similar. Brooklyn, he says Brooklyn, I say the Bronx, but it's the oh, same, it's completely uh, different, you know. Uh, <laughs> Then Attell has a joke about phone sex. Well, you know, I like, you know, phone sex. I want to get, like, an operator. You know, I don't want a, a Russian phone sex. You'll give to me fuck. <laughs> so, so, so there's just a lot of jokes about these sorts of accents. Jay as a jihad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the government. That's a whole other joke. <laughs> you know but, but, yeah, that's a whole other joke. That's a joke about an Arab guy yeah. making a reservation back when, What's yeah, I name? guess you could say <laughs> such things and it wasn't considered politically What's incorrect. What's your name? Joe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was David Tallett with terrorists making a reservation on, a, on an aircraft. Yeah. Um, not an Arab, but a terrorist. Listen. Who happened to be Arab. <laughs> uh, but, but, so, so. Let me answer you. Yeah, go ahead. First of all, I think that it's a very clever and sort of unique take on the particular subject that you're talking about. But aren't there also, like, premises that, like, lots of different jokes yeah. can be made out of? And yeah. I don't think yes, that that's yes. inherently hacky, yeah. right? Um, no, you're right. They're, 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 
I mean, you know, you no know, falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep. Listen, Dan, you're right. It is. It is easy. It's easy. It is. It's a little derivative. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Just like it's, just it's one it, line. Just yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Go with so it. I just, it's still I, funny. I still wanted. To, I wanted to have the discussion because I think it's interesting to listeners to inside the comedy mind and how we think and um, I mean, music. Music exists on. Creativity and then tropes like da dum dum da ba da dum like like you know it's like and it's satisfying yeah okay. these things that's just the way it is some some things it's you know, really it's funny fine. it's funny okay it's I funny. I really like the Australian guy myself oh uh, I, I think favorite. he's the founder of Headspace I think I think I read that story. we were supposed to I don't find Headspace useful I I close Did my you try Sam Sam Harris's uh, oh he does meditation he has a med- I, I find that I I need distraction and 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 meditation is all about no distraction and then no distraction means thoughts start filing start in ruminating but yeah I, it doesn't work for me but now. it teaches you I, I think that's that's the curve you, you start that way and yes. you learn. Not to so have to deal thoughts. with it. Yeah. Yes, is that you're not supposed to just push it all out. You're just supposed to let the thoughts oh. pass through. I mean, that's I think the ver- that's how it starts. We were supposed to take a meditation class together. Remember, well, you and you and me and Noam. Noam. We were going to do TM. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. N- Noam <laughs> seems to me to be. I've said this before. I say it to people I, that if I could trade, um, not personalities, but if I could trade happiness with Noam. Um, I would, I would jump at the chance because he's unless I'm wrong, he seems to be a pretty content guy. I know he has some issues with aging and he's a little bit scared of getting that's older. That's what they said about Robin Williams. <laughs> Nobody said that about Robin. Everybody knew Robin God Williams forbid. was very, very troubled. Gnome seems to be the most content guy I know. He's so grumpy all the time. He can be grumpy from time to time, but I, when first of all, when I see him on music night every Monday. <laughs> The smile on his face is like b- lights up the room. He's so happy. Um, he loves being a parent. Yeah, he doesn't hate being a husband, <laughs> which is mild. Which is pretty most good. Husbands. Uh, Wait, I'm way happier than Periel's husband. You know, he loves. <laughs> he loves. He loves. And he's he's he's, you know, he's financially comfortable and and enjoys. Certain things, like he, en- what he enjoy, he enjoys coming to comedy star and have discussions with his friends, including that libertarian whose name you won't mention. But the joy he gets from coming to the comedy star and having discussions with people, the joy he gets from his family, the joy he gets from family vacation. Is it me? Or am I crazy? Or are you one of the happiest dudes out there? I think you're right, Dan. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm losing my hearing. That's that gives me a lot of anxiety. But and and that's you know. It's like a like a Shakespearean tragedy with the playing and the music because it's it's related. Is my mic going in and out, or is my no, headphones going? No, I'm it's your hearing. Headphones going. Yeah. No, it's my hearing going. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, for, for the most part, you're correct. I spent uh, uh, this is how much I love being a parent. I spent three whole days at Disney World and Universal, eight nine hours in a row with, with, with these kids. Went on every single ride, almost almost every single ride. It's grueling. Grueling, but. But yeah, but I, I was happy to do it. It's fun. Listen, the, the only thing that bothers you, I guess, is 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 is, is age, right? I mean, that's the only thing that seems it's, to. Uh, I bother it's, him. It's outrageous. The age, the age thing is hard. But I have a friend of mine who took his kid to my age, male, took his kids to Disney World um, two days before I did, and the and the father lasted like two rides. They went back to the hotel room and let the mother continue with them the rest of the that's day. That's outrageous. 
Listen, I keep... And Noam also gets joy, I think, out of... I mean, to what joy do you get, if any, out of you expanding over at the McDonald's? Is that giving you great pleasure? Um, the, that it, process? It, you know, it hasn't really kicked in yet. I think the um, the building and all that is, is, is very... Uh, you know, it's engaging, so that's fun in a way. Um... I'm nervous about this one because unlike, we discussed this already, un unlike opening the underground, which was kind of under the radar, and we had a chance to refine it and get out, get the kinks out and all that stuff, and there were significant kinks. Um, Ray Davies. Okay, go ahead. The, what's that? Ray Davies. Uh, the, my, the kinks, my, Ray Davies. Yeah, yeah, the kinks. Yeah, my, Ray <laughs> Davies. My headphones are going out. Um, uh, this one I know is going to open probably with a lot of fanfare and probably media attention and even reviews or whatever it is. So it really has to be right on day one. So I'm stressed about that. I've, I've never opened with that kind of scrutiny. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to have that property for my kids. Well, insofar as, as, as just uh, you're worried about your kids won't be able to make a living, so you, you, you're trying to... Yes. <laughs> yes <exactly. laughs> well, you know, so, you know, it's just, it dovetails. You know, this guy, Li, Fa Li Fang, the... Um, Writer from The Intercept. Do you know who he is? No. He just, so he just, he just left The Intercept. It's in the news. Um, and he um, started his own uh, Substack thing. Okay. And I, I met him in Israel. We have very different politics, but we, we, I, I like him. I think he likes me, too. So, um, uh, and I said to him, there's no substitute for being your own boss. It's like, you're, you know, I don't know how you're going to do financially, but you're going to be your own boss. And once you're your own boss, you, you really you don't go back. No, you don't want to go back. So... It's, I, I do worry about my kids making a living, but I also would like them to be able to be their own boss because fucking work for, for somebody else. I mean, my God, what a way to live. I wouldn't know. But you have three kids, so is there enough pie for uh, all three to be their own boss? I don't know. Well, somebody's going to be. So, you know, now, there's certain professions where you are your own th boss. Th that can create problems. I mean, you know, if you have a business and the kids and, and you, you know, are squabbling over the business or one kid is... One kid is really shining yeah. in the business, yeah. and the other, and the other kids are just kind of like you, you never know what's going to happen. Doing nothing. Like one of the main reasons I didn't want to be a lawyer is because I just didn't want to have the partners telling me you know what to do and the clients. I don't want to answer to people. Your whole life is answering to people. The stress of having to answer to people. Mm -hmm. Now you freak out when SDCs are set. Like imagine like this like all day long. It's just like answering to people. Do you freak out when SDCs are set? I don't like it. I don't fr <laughs> freak out is a strong word, but I do have a strong reaction. When Noam, no, as I said, mentioned last week, Noam was in the audience. I was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" You know, it, it did. <laughs> He's it like, did, "I own the place." It did. Uh, it did. Yeah, I did. I I didn't like it. You didn't like Noam watching you either. No, no. Don't you have a sense that maybe these people are actually rooting for you and are excited to he, see he you? He didn't think I didn't have a right to be there. He's just like he was. I get it. It's yeah, stressful. I, he certainly has a right to be there, and I'm sure he's rooting for me. He's rooting for the best possible show for his customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but but as Noam had as Noam has said ex quite explicitly on the air, if I stop killing, <laughs> he'll stop using me. That's right. Uh, he said he might just cut me a check, which uh, actually I might prefer. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. if, assuming I needed it. But um, if I was in dire straits, but he would not use. Me. In other words, he he would not use me if I weren't doing the job. And there's so many new comics, and every you know, and listen to me, Dan. They're coming here, and uh, fortunately, my joke writing is. I mean, there's, I don't think anybody writes better jokes. I mean, there are people who write as good jokes, but better? No, I don't you're think, at the, I don't, you're I don't at think the there's top. anybody writing better jokes. 
I, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. But I also want to tell you that part of what Noam's, you know, happiness or contentness comes from is that he's not looking at other people being like, that guy is happier than I am. Because there are people looking at you, and we've had this conversation many times, being like, if only I had Dan Natterman's ability to write jokes or right, that yeah. head of hair or right. whatever sure, right, it is. Right, right. Schlong. Well, Thank look, you I mean, you say, you say that you say that in jest, but it's it's fairly respectable. <laughs> um, it's not enormous, but it's 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 it's, it's decent size. I think that you would find a lot more contentness. Can you stop on I'm the trying. phone? I, it was something, something says, it says it says Louis C.K. and I thought maybe something for our show, but whatever. What? I don't. I I stopped. Go ahead. Um. Well, now I want to know what it is. Forget about. It. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that you might be a lot more content if you could learn how to do that? Yeah, that might that might help. Yeah. I mean, this you're is you're saying like compare and despair. Don't compare and despair. <laughs> you're saying I'm saying that comparison is the thief of joy, and that there's comparison a comparison is the thief of joy. Did you make that up? It Shut up. It, sound, it sounds quote worthy. Shut up. Is that Oscar Wilde? Well, people say you know, and uh, don't compare and despair. No, comparison is the thief of joy. Is a are you fucking with me? You've heard that before? I, I'm not fucking with you. I've that, never heard that. That's a thing. You've heard that, Dan? I've not heard it expressed that way. I've, like I said, I've heard it in, in terms of comparing. That chat GPT? Who's comparing and despairing? It might be Oscar Wilde. Comparison is the thing. Yeah, I, we, all right, we got it. Comparison there's is the thing. Tenet in Judaism, and I said this before, and you like poo pooed me, but that you only look over to what your neighbor has to see if you can help give them something that they need. You never look over to what somebody else has and compare what they have to what you have because you'll never be satisfied. Mm -hmm. I'm Googling. I, I'm chat. Comparison of the Thief of Joy is often attributed to Theodore Roosevelt. Oh. However, or there is some debate. It's Benjamin Netanyahu. Shut up. There is some not. debate over whether he actually said it or for someone else. Regardless of its origin, the quote has become popular. I never heard it. And is often used to remind people that comparing themselves to others can be damaging to their own sense of happiness and well-being. That's ChatGPT. Yeah. Noam, I don't get the sense that you compare yourself to others. I mean, some you've mentioned in passing certain That's friends. What I just said. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going to ask. But I'm I'm going to ask. But maybe you're wrong. <clears throat> You know, well, everybody compares themselves to others in certain things, but I, I mean, listen, I'm I'm very lucky. I I'm, I I understand. I understand that I'm I'm very lucky, and um, that it, it would be it would be unbecoming of me to walk around discontent with my life because um, basically everything everything it's it's bad luck to even talk this way, right? But but everything in my life has been has been very good. And you're very lucky too. In certain respects, yes. In many in respects. respects in many do you do you practice gratitude? Do you write a gratitude journal? Do you wake up every morning and say three things that you're grateful for? Oh shut up, hurry up. You shut up. That's a really important thing to do. Uh, I haven't done that. Well, but you should. You try. do that? Yeah, I do. Well, don't you run out of things after a week? Well, you can repeat. You can repeat, right? Yeah, you like, can like do a fucking Jewish prayer. You, you say the same thing every do, morning. You can do reruns. Yeah. You can. It can be anything. It what would you say? That, I, I'm calling bullshit on this whole thing. You didn't say it. You you said three things this morning. You're happy. But what, what, what were they? I said the first thing I'm grateful for is that Noam is losing his hearing. Ooh. Um, second thing. Second thing. Thank you for your sense of humor. 
Um, what did I say today? I don't know. It could be I'm working on a writing project that I'm really, you know, excited about. Um, I don't know, whatever. It's maybe private, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is that there's science that backs this up, too. And I actually hope uh, that you never lose your hearing because I take such joy in you, um, driving ap after crazy. After your humiliation telling us that Kentucky Fried Chicken was I'm that not embarrassed chicken, by that at all. I don't, I don't think you should be telling us about well, science. That, that was posted on uh, <laughs> how much traction did that get on the Instagram? I, I'm not humiliated by that. There's like millions of people who thought it also. A lot of millions of people voted for Trump. That's true, too. <laughs> anyway, there is science about practicing gratitude. M I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. I mean, but That's not what you said, but yes, I believe that. I did say that's exactly what you I said. You said you're supposed to wake up every you morning with three things that you're thankful yeah, for. It doesn't have to be three things. Don't be so literal. You're supposed to practice gratitude every day, and you're supposed to write it down. Why? You know, I used to make fun of, uh, um, uh, does my sassiness, what's his name, uh, uh, Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, because of her accent, and I just imagine like she's in a deep South, you know, like what kind of what kind of family speaks like blah, 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 blah. like like I, I know that when she goes home to Thanksgiving dinner, right? Like they, they look at like who talks this way, Maya? We grew up with you. We know you don't talk that way, you know. And then, then I'm realizing Perielle's the same way. Like who talks like you? Why? How do I talk? Why do I talk? Blah, 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 blah. Is that true? No, I, I don't. I don't, I, I don't detect so. any kind of weird way. Perry's accent? I don't have an accent. I'm an edamame. I, like. <laughs> anyway, she has certainly a unique laugh. Hey, whatever, whatever. Okay, uh, what else? Um, so now, when she says a word, she. I don't have a weird accent. I mean, I might have a New York accent. Accent, accent is well two syllables. She just did sort of like upspeak, you know. It's when All right, whatever. Moving along. Yeah. We're going to start practicing gratitude. Okay, 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 okay. So you didn't like headspace, which might mean that you need to do it more. Well, maybe. Yeah, I didn't it didn't work for me, but I guess it's it well, takes how, practice. Yeah, it's that's it, exactly it's right. Now, you've never meditated? No. I, I tried one time. I I had a bad experience with a, a yoga. With a yoga teacher? Yeah. Uh-oh. Go ahead. He touched me <laughs> in a way that I wasn't comfortable with. Shut up. Not really. Yeah, yeah, really. When was this and who was it? It was right in this room. It was right in this room when I lived here. A guy or a girl? A guy. I think a girl I would be uncomfortable with. Well, it depends which girl, I suppose. Any girl. Any girl. The guy. It was, it was a little creepy. Anyway, um, I've never met. I did try to listen to the meditation app one time. I do believe meditation works because I know people who do it. Col Coleman does it. You know, if Coleman does it, then that's the... Jerry Seinfeld does it. Howard Stern does yeah. it. Uh, Sam Harris does it. Let's go do the TM thing. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm cut out for it, but I, I would try it. Well, that means even more reason why you should do it. I'm not cut out for it either. Oh, well, one really other... Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I just want one topic I wanted either. to bring up that I had... I'm not cut out for either. Go ahead. One topic I wanted to bring up is... Um, I need to do an album because they stopped playing me on serious radio. There was some... There was some uh, dispute with, I don't know the nature of which I'm not exactly. Anyway, I need to make a recording. Now, is the, is, the, is the sound quality, Nicole, you're a sound person. Is the sound quality of the videos from uh, the Comedy Cellar, just from the built-in sound system, good enough for radio, do you think? Um, 
we can maybe dive into it later, but they, sometimes they have like cable issues that I think they're working on correcting. I don't want to speak for them, but sometimes it'll like shot out. So I wouldn't, you know, fully put my stock into it unless you had someone really dialed into it. But yeah, they, it's, of course it's good. They, they, there been a number of specials recorded. But are they recorded from the built in equipment or do yeah. they bring people in? No, they, well, they bring people in to use our, our equipment. Can I? Can I? So that, but they, so they don't use their own cameras. They don't use their own. No, uh, the, the, their own specs? cameras. The, the audio. The audio is 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 they use your audio. Yeah. Can okay. I throw it? So that's good to know. Well, so then, Comedy Central did their TV show. They use our audio. Oh, okay. So then that answers the question. So then all I and is that wh which room has the best audio? Is it all good? Like if I was to do an hour at the the underground has the most. I wouldn't get the underground. The the, the underground has um, separate stems for the audience. Uh, mics and the things that you have. If I wanted to do two 45-minute sets, say, and people do an hour or 45 minutes, whatever it is, to get an opener, whatever, uh, you wouldn't give me the underground. I'll give you the underground if you can sell tickets. Oh, well, yeah. In other words, when, when the people that do these these hours, do they ha are they responsible for filling it themselves, or they just, you put them on the schedule, and yeah, they, they Usually they bring in, not, I mean, we have pretty good cameras, but you want to do an album, or you want to do a... a just an album to put to put on series, but I'm saying... But an like, album is, is audio. You want video also? No, not necessarily. Well, the, the so the audio. I mean, listen. Is the audio good even at the lounge or at the at the? Yeah, at but the, the thing is, I, if you if you're doing audio, I don't see why it has to be 45 minutes. Sets. You can you can just splice it together. No one right. know it's not the same show. Yeah, like you could oh, do yeah, joke yeah. per oh, joke yeah, 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 and just that. take yeah. your. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, you should record like 30 sets. So just a regular sets at the underground. Right. Liz sends me the. So is it the, the file that Liz sends me? I can just use that. Yeah, I'll, I can get you the audio. I can get you the regular yeah. audio files. You, you, like you should, you should record yourself every day, and then. Well, it's recorded anyway. Right, but or get get the get the and and just like start keeping track of your best performances right. okay, yeah. and the audio. Just just put them all together into one set. And Nicole, do you is that something you can do to put all my audio into one set for a fee, of course? Yeah, of course. That's something that you you have expertise in. Yeah, but well, you probably want someone to like mix it for you and whatnot. That's like a whole other oh, ball okay. game, but I know lots of people who do that who are wonderful. Yeah, that's that's yeah. easy. So I can go to you for that, and you can send me the audio. Is the audio like when you send me the video file? I can't use that for an audio. Yeah, you can. You can. You can. You can take the audio. Off you can. You can export the audio from the video. Is is the bonus episode? We can become us working out certain logistics. The bonus episode is all is is is, is all kinds can of things. I throw out a radical. The bonus episode was my my joke about accents. It was uh, Noam's happiness. It was. Um, my accent. Your accent. All Listen sorts of to things. me. Can, be Can anything, I throw yeah. out a radical idea to you? Why don't you tape a special? That's okay. You know, somebody approached me about that recently. That's like five, seven thousand dollars. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know. There's so many specials. That's something all comics are doing now. They're producing their own specials. They put it on YouTube. Yeah. Hoping to get a million people to see it so that they can go on the road or, and or. fill up theaters and so on. With but then they got to write another hour. Or because the hour's already been blown. Or to sell it. Yeah, but I'm not likely to sell it. I mean, I don't have a big following, and you I know, like I mean, attitude. Well, I'm just saying, I, you know, I it's it's an investment of money, and is it a good investment? So I, one one can. Well, make what that. else are you doing with your money? Are you investing it in other things? What else? Plastics. <laughs> what else? I mean, it seems like the best investment possible. I suppose, but you know and what happens is, is what happens is once you do an minutes. hour, the best case scenario is you be you blow up on YouTube. Then I need another hour. 
But took, you took, took, go, I got it. I ain't got it. You have four, first of all, you don't have to do an hour. You could do forty-five minutes. Okay, but then you need to, when you go out. Then when you go out, if you do like the, like these these comics today are coming up with hour after hour after hour. Now, one thing I will say, I did say I have some of the best that I'm. There's no better joke writer than me. Maybe equally as good, but no better. But prolific, they these some of these people got me beat by a by a mile. These people coming up with hour after hour after hour and. I just don't work that quickly. Well, maybe this would light a fire under your ass to start writing. No, what was that? No, um, don't my you? Knees. <laughs> no, what do you think? I don't mean, like, what did it used to be that way? That people used to just, I don't think it used to be that way. Like, Se- Seinfeld had his hour, and he milked that for like 10 years, and then he got a TV show and became a multi gazillionaire. But the new, the new paradigm in stand up is coming up with an hour every couple years so you can go on the road like the the old method was get a tv show right and become famous from your tv show the new method is get famous from your stand-up and then do more stand-up and then do more stand-up and keep writing other hours and it's that it's 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 certainly challenging or get your book sold and turned into a movie yeah, or well, a well, tv I, show i mean there are a million different i'm just saying that the stand-up world is 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 really radically changed from when I started, I, th- I think, you know, that um, I think in the old days, comics, they had their hour. I mean, I don't know how. I think Seinfeld, like I said, I think he had his hour and for 20 years. And th- then he started, once Seinfeld was over the show and he was going back out on the road, I think he started writing new Listen, stuff, I just saw Seinfeld and yeah. I saw him do jokes that, like, I've heard before. And this is, was at the 100th show of his residency at All The right. Beacon. Well, I, but I, you're, you're, I think that, the, but I'm just saying, I think, uh, do you agree with me that that, that, that prolificness is this is more important than ever in stand-up? Yes, comedy? I do. But I also think getting. that people are putting things like crowd work um, on social media right, because, right. you know, there's this demand for constant content. Right, and crowd work, yeah. But I also think that that's not necessarily, you know, the only end game of you taping a special it's not that you know you're thinking oh, oh you're saying oh but maybe people buy my book because they see the i think that there are a lot of different things that can that, that only good can come uh, of it well you may be right okay go ahead no i'm just tuned out we're at no i'm asking chat gpt to write a joke about meditation instructor with a oh, okay. brooklyn accent see well, what we'll it comes see up ha- well yeah i mean th- that's an easy one i think for chat GPT. don't you think that dan should tape that's a special of course. So this is ChatGPT. So there was this meditation instructor. Now, this is prolific. Instantly. <laughs> there was this meditation instructor from Brooklyn with a thick accent. One day, a new student walked into his class and asked, hey, what kind of meditation do you teach here? The instructor replied, forget about it. We don't teach no fancy schmancy meditation. Just sit down, shut up, and breathe. You know what? That's not <laughs> that far off. That's not that far off. Uh, not that much. <laughs> so the student was a bit surprised by the instructor's straightforward approach, but decided to give it a try. After the session, the student came up with the instructor and said, wow, that was amazing. I feel so relaxed and peaceful. The instructor replied, see, I told you, kid, just breathe and let, it, and let go of the other crap. It's like I always say, don't get all bent out of shape. Just sit and meditate. You know what? That's, <laughs> that's not that far off. I, I, I don't have to read. I agree. I, I, that's I amazing. Yeah. That, was, <laughs> that, that was not less that than far a off. second. That is not that far. Less than a second. That is not that far off from what I was proposing, but what are you going to do? Just sit and meditate. It, part, it ends with a kind of rhyme. Well, that part's also kind of clever, right? Because it's a play on 
don't but get bent out of you know, I bet if I, if I did like that yoga. joke on stage, I probably would get some laughs. I think yours Forget is about it. No, we did, you know. don't teach no fancy schmancy meditation. Just sit down. This is the best part. Just sit down, <laughs> shut up, and breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what I said. I said, you, you need... that there. Just sit down, shut up, and breathe. I didn't say that, but <laughs> it's <you> like... You should. <laughs> it's not stealing if it's from ChatGPT. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's a little bit disturbing. But, like, yeah, I mean, look, we knew the joke was... It's not a Cousin uh, Sheila joke. No, no, it's not a Cousin Sheila joke. Like, I have jokes that ChatGPT is not going to come up with. <laughs> but that's not one of them. But anyway... Um, Oh, ChatGPT is amazing. It's scary. It's amazing, <laughs> but it's quite scary. It's uh, amazing how instantly it came up with it. Yeah. It's crazy. How that's long insane. did that really take? A second. You were there. I, I pressed it. I said, I'm, I, I, as I was typing it, I said it out that's loud. That's abso absolutely insane and scary. Yeah. It, it, it instantly came back. Immediately. It's insane. That is in fucking insane. That's, of all the ChatGPT things I've seen, that's the most frightening one. You would think just you the know. time it takes to bounce off the moon yeah. <laughs> to, to get we would take more time than that. It's it. I mean, just just the it goes from some computer somewhere into space and a satellite back and and processed it and wrote it. Are comedians going to become obsolete? Doctors sure <laughs> fuck are. I know. I, I don't know about comedians. Well, doctors, not surgeons. I mean, people have to do physical not manipulation. Not nurses. Definitely not nurses. <laughs> but, but you're saying doctors. you're saying anybody that's like. Doing diagnoses can be replaced. He's been saying that for a minute. It was one of the first questions we asked Tyler Cowen. I said, yeah. would you rather? And it's amazing that just this week there were two major stories. I Paris sent of, you one of, of them. Uh, people had their life saved. Well, well, the most recent one was some doctor told somebody, oh, don't worry about it, you have long COVID. Mm -hmm. And they tapped, typed into ChatGPT and they had a one in 100,000. Uh, some crazy disease. Minuscule of, uh, probability, of fre frequency disease. And ChatGPT, as Picked quickly as I diagnosed as quickly as that joke. That's incredible. Yeah. But this is exactly my point. For reason is like doctors only know what they can remember in their head. Right. They can't remember every low probability. Well, and they also probably don't know about every obscure, like... Right, but you would still need doctors to... I mean, I don't know, can reading x-rays be automated? Absolutely. Okay. Already, already. What about what about a dermatology skin check? Can that? Be all, the doc, there's already AI, which is more accurate than dermatologists. For you could take a picture of a skin cancer. Growth. Yeah. So so they could just put you like in a tube, and the tube just takes a full body scan and says. You could also probably just take a picture and. All right. So the only thing that that doctors will do is 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 surgery, I guess. I mean, ultimately, and maybe you could get robots to do that at some point. McDonald's we just love opened robots. its first robots. I'm my trumpet yeah, we, we, we will not need, I, I don't know, there'll be zero doctors, but medicine well, is certainly not we, going to be the we, Research doctors, obviously, will need. People to maybe. Put, people to, well, somebody's got to input all this shit. Somebody's got to input the fact that, that, that this is what, uh, you know, a melanoma looks like. Unless, unless AI starts to learn. No, AI itself. teaches itself. I guess, but to the, the, ChatGPT or I think it was ChatGPT is already manipulating digital images. Mm -hmm. But this is the kicker: it was never taught to manipulate digital images. It teaches itself. Wow, that's yeah, very scary. It's crazy. I don't <laughs> like you. <laughs> McDonald's just opened its Dave. first person-free <laughs> drive-through. The entire place is run by... Robots? Yeah. Robot, robots? Mm -hmm. I had this argument with my mother five years ago, too, when they started raising... That, you know, they have this um, anger towards fast food, fast food restaurants. So they want to raise the minimum wage for fast food employees. And, and all these... There's, there's whole bodies of law in New York which simply apply to fast food restaurants. 
And I tell my mother, like, do you think the technology to flip burgers is so elusive? Is like they're gonna you're making it cost effective for them to just replace all the employees. What happened to like kids in high school, teenagers with work in the fast food restaurant? They wouldn't make a lot of money, but it was good training to learn how to hold a job and you were living at home. This was perfectly fine. But, you know, they want everybody to be able to have like a, a family in a two-car garage from working at McDonald's. And they think they're just, oh, well, we're just going to raise the minimum wage until people can make a, a decent life career out of working at McDonald's. That's not going to happen. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to the bonus episode. I think this was a really tight bonus episode. Yeah. We, got, we started, like, with the meditation. It got a little bit... But then we found our focus again and ended strong with the chat GPT. The chat GPT was amazing. That was amazing. We dissected my joke and chat. So this is what we should do. Yeah. Should, whoever's doing the, the clips. Danny. We, yeah, he should, he should take the first part of that. Where I'm talking about my joke. We're talking about the joke. And then, and then just put the part of the chat said, GPT. You know, what is it, what's that thing they call? They go five minutes later. You uh -huh. know that thing? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She used that meme, yeah, yeah, five yeah. minutes later. And then put the thing and, and, and have me... Read the chat GPT. That's, that's a first-class clip. That's, that's a first-class clip, and hopefully yeah. it will go viral. Will you, will you, do we tell them to do yeah. that? Yeah. But uh, I want the five minutes later. And guess what? What? I'm not going to even have to tell him to do it because he can hear it when he listens to the episode. Does he listen to every no, episode? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I, I, that's a big jack guy does doing a lot of work. He's listening to, like, all these clips, you know? But, but yes. I think that could really be a good clip. Yeah, it is a good clip. Yeah, I'm yeah. on it. Okay, thank you for listening to Table Talk, the bonus episode available. I don't know, Patreon, with Patreon or just no? Not yet. Maybe, know. maybe we should put All it right. on. Anyway, Patreon. thank you for uh, listening. Bye bye. Bye. bye.